Good Tuesday evening, and welcome to another edition of the Sideline Junkies Tuesday Night Flight. We got an almost full house tonight. You got the man of the hour, Delonte. What's good, everybody? You got the man that's twice as nice, cool as ice, Junie. What's the deal, everybody? Good evening. Good evening. And of course, you got me, the big guy, KG. Uh, this is going to be a good one, <laughs> but uh, we need to go ahead and, and get into this one because last night we had a matchup of two of the top quarterbacks, two of our favorites, uh, going head-to-head, Baltimore going down to uh, Kansas City last night, 34-20. My home, my homeboy, 31-42, 385, and four touchdowns. But now on the other side, Lamar Jackson, 15 for 28, 97 yards and a touchdown. But he had nine carries for 83 yards. But it's like Baltimore's offense couldn't get going last at all. Uh, Travis Kelsey, six catches, 87 yards. Tyreek Hill, uh, five catches, 77 yards and a touchdown. But uh, I seen something earlier today that kind of made me shake my head. I seen people call for Lamar Jackson to be benched. He's not that good. Benched. What? Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. One game? One game. But this is a a right now generation. And that's a problem. Because, oh, he can't win the big one. He can't beat Kansas City. He he only played Kansas City three times this whole year. He's only lost, what, six games his whole entire year, his whole entire career? As a starter, you know what, man? I'm gonna be honest, man. I, I, I think they should go ahead and bench him, take his cleats from him, take his helmet from him, and send him to Pittsburgh. Oh my goodness! Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> but now I've seen a fan base turn on the quarterback in a heartbeat. You know, I mean, I Dang. get it. Production is the key, but this right here is just crazy. Unfortunately, that's 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 nothing new, you know. What I'm saying in, in, in today's society and yesterday's society, and in tomorrow's uh, society, I um I can recall when uh when Peyton when he first joined um Denver um in 2012, and I think we came out the gate one and two. They was like, ah, oh, this ain't gonna work out, you know. Five years, ninety five million dollar contract, and he ain't living up to his billing. You know what I'm saying? Let's uh let's let's call Tebow back. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's early, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's early. Like you have to you have to be patient. You know what I'm saying? And, and plus you have to remember, especially for this season, there was no preseason. There right. was no preseason. A, a lot of people were still trying to work out the kinks. You know, a lot of people they was probably out chilling, you know, social distancing and and the whole nine, but probably out on their boats or you know, things of that nature. So and people still, you know what I'm saying, trying to get in the game mode. So you got to be patient, man. You got to be patient, man. Look at Tom Brady. His first, his first game is a Buccaneer he lost. Now he's on the right track. So it takes time, man. I don't know what these fans thinking about. I don't think they're thinking at all, to be quite honest. Because you, you don't say something like that about the reigning NFL MVP. Now, exactly. he wasn't the only one that couldn't get old. The whole offense was struggling last night. 
They game plan. That's what happens. Sometimes you have a bad night and things happen. It's going to happen. You're not going to be Superman every night. Sometimes somebody's going to bring some kryptonite. That's exactly what he said. Did y'all hear Lamar Jackson say that? No, I did not. Honestly. He actually said that in an interview. You can look it up. Um, You know, Lamar Jackson is a jokester. So they were asking him about the losses. I think out, uh, out of all four of his losses, three of them came uh, to Kansas City. So he made a joke last night at the podium. He said, Kansas City is our kryptonite. He actually said that. It was funny. <laughs> well, last night was the truth. I mean, yeah. There's not much you can say about it. 97 yards passing. Oh, it, it, it's, it's kryptonite, all right. Yeah, and, and Kansas City don't even have one of the top defenses. I, it's like the Ravens just get nervous or something. Yeah, it's, it's the Mahomes effect. That's what it right. is. Right. Exactly. I agree. Now, sticking on the topic of football. Now, every week we do our picks. Uh, we do the Sunday Rise pregame show, and we'll pick a few games on there, but we do all the games off it. Now, as of right now, sideline junkies, we're in week three going into week four, and um, as of right now, there's a three-way tie for first between Jim Junie and myself, we're all at 35, 12, and 1 after three weeks. Wow. BJ's pulling up right behind 32 and 15. Delonte and Delonte, you do this every year. You, you, you start off the gate slow, and then all of a sudden you blow past everybody. And next thing you know, you got like an eight game lead. But Delonte's sitting at 29 and 18 and 1. Well, that's because he keep picking Denver. <laughs> no, I, 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 I yesterday you know what i was just playing no nah, that's all good i'm trying to think it it is a team you know what I, I went on the limb i picked uh washington i did too and for a minute i was like okay that that prophecy might come true but nope it went from 2017 to 31 20 in like a second i'm like right. what the hell? i never picked them bastards again you know what i'm saying <laughs> oh, let me stop but no man but uh, speaking of picking Denver, I'm pick, I picked Denver to win Thursday night. And we haven't even got the injury report yet. But Denver is a better team than the Jets, even with all the injuries. And if the Jets lose this game Thursday, they say Adam Gates is fired. And I said on uh, Instagram, and it was a Jet fan. He was like, no, no, he's not fired yet. I was like, he might as well go ahead and clean out his office now so he can save the rush and not have to do it Friday because he's going to get fired after Friday, after Thursday night. He's going to lose. Well, I'm going to let everybody know that will be the dumpster fire game of the week. And I will. Bad news, Junior will be picking the New York Jets. Uh, you know, I, I, I got to, you know what I'm saying, I got to be, you know what I'm saying, stick, <laughs> stick with the script. You know what I'm saying? And, and I, I will say I agree with Junior on, on half of what he said. It is the dumpster fire. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be god awful, man. So I'm going to take my no-dos. For the game, but I'm gonna have to roll with my boys, man. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. can't win this one. Injuries and all, but practice squad out there and all. Oof, that's, that's gonna be some issue. Hey, but I'm going to hey, limb. Foot, question for you uh-huh. Is Drew Lock back? Uh, not yet, but uh, I believe he, he might be back in another. He might, 
a bye week is coming up, he should be back after the bye week. Because the what about Vaughn Miller? Who? Vaughn Miller. Nah, Vaughn, nah, Vaughn, Vaughn done for the season. Philip okay. Lindsay, yeah. um, he 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 um participated in practice. He might be getting uh ready to go on Thursday. And then AJ Boyer should be back in another week. Hey, look, y'all, while we're on football, I just want to say this as of uh as of the third week, there are four teams in the AFC that are still three and oh. That's Buffalo Bills, my Pittsburgh Steelers, Tennessee Titans, and the Kansas City Chiefs. There are three undefeated teams in the NFC. That's the Green Bay Packers, Chicago Bears, and the Seattle Seahawks. Okay, Kevin, carry it away. I had, I had to say that. Yeah, you, you notice how he put the emphasis on my Steelers. You know, he, <laughs> with that slight pregnant pause there. Um, moving to the next sport, Stanley hey, Cup. Hey, excuse me. Hey, Kevin. Yes, sir. I do want to put this out there while we're on NFL. This is the last thing. I want to let everybody know that the uh, the Tennessee Titans reported eight recorded eight new positive COVID-19 tests. Uh, I wanted to say that on the, um, on the thing you wrote down that I didn't get a chance to say it. And the, the team shut down all activities for the week. There were three players and five personnel uh, when they played the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Tennessee won by one point, but yeah, there were eight new cases today, COVID nineteen. Wow. And Pittsburgh played Tennessee next, so I don't know. Right now, it's, it's got to play by ear, so I don't know if that game is going to go on or they're going to move the date. I don't know yet, but that's what's going on with that. I want to see how they're going to handle that. That's going to be interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, and we played them this week. That's it's sad. I want to see some football, but all right. Uh, moving over to the, the NHL. Last night, the Tampa Bay Lightning beat the Stars two to nothing. I want to call them the Minnesota Stars so much because I remember when they were in, uh, in Minnesota, but the Dallas Stars, uh, two nothing to win the Stanley Cup Finals, uh, four to two, four games to two. So congratulations to Tampa Bay on that one. Uh, wish it could have been the the Caps, but hey, life didn't work out that way. Um, switching again, we got <laughs> we're gonna have NBA playoffs, NFL season, college football, and the MLB playoffs all at the same time. We we got. We got people. Uh, the 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 MLB playoffs started now. I got my head in the TV. Yankees just hit a home run, go up seven two. Uh, they're playing the Twins. That's the four and five matchup in the AL. Um, you got the Tampa Bay Rays took the number one spot in the American League. And they played the Blue Jays. The Oakland A's played the White Sox. That's two and the seven. The Minnesota Twins, three seed, playing the Astros, six seed. Over in the National League, you have the number one seed, Dodgers, who is the preseason favorite to win it all, uh, playing the eight seed Brewers. The number two seed, Braves, playing the seven seed Reds. 
the number three seed Cubs playing the six seed Marlins and the four seed Padres playing the five seed Cardinals. So a uh, couple games in the mix right now. I don't have all the scores because they keep changing, but still, we got baseball. We got playoff baseball, and I like this whole expanded format where you got 16 teams, it's, and it's the best of three in the first round. So we're going to see how that works. Hopefully they'll stick with it. I mean, that's just my opinion. I, I like that. Uh, fellas, let's go ahead and jump out because this second half is going to be absolutely packed full of good things. But let's go pay some bills. That way we got that out of the way. We're going to come back and we're going to jump into the NBA. All right. You're listening to Sideline Junkies, and we'll be right back. And just like that, we are back, as promised. We said we're going to start off with the NBA. Uh, So before we jump into the final, got a couple topics that need to be discussed. Um, First and foremost, Here's a question for you too, Jay. Why does Paul Pierce think he's better than what he really was as with his career? Why does he feel the need to go at everybody, whether it's a small forward or player now, player then? He feels he needs to go hard at. Him. Like he 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 they they call Tyler Hero of the Miami Heat a walking bucket. He says, "Well, I can't call." Tyler Hero a walking bucket just yet. But he's also said in the past few weeks that his career was better. It was better than LeBron's career up to this point. Um, this new generation is scared of LeBron. It seemed like he got a lot of LeBron here. Um, this new generation is scared of LeBron. We wasn't scared of LeBron when he was in Cleveland and, and, and this, that, and uh, in the third. But I don't understand where he comes from with this sideways talk. I mean, you, you gentlemen tell me which I think. You he you know what Paul Pierce kind of reminds me of uh Jason Whitlock. You know what I'm saying? Like he just you don't know he he never knows what to say. He you know he he's not too in favor with the current NBA players as well as some of the players who were in the league around the same time as he was. Um, I don't know if anybody peeped Draymond's uh, rebuttal to his LeBron comment. Um, Actually, as a matter of fact, during his uh, retirement, you know, or that that last season, Draymond was like, you ain't Kobe. You know, ain't nobody here to see no Paul Pierce retirement. And you know what? Come to to think about it, he was right. Paul Pierce, man, he just, I think he, his mouth made him, like, not likable. You know what I'm saying? So, but I think he's capitalizing off that that whole like not being likable stigma, and you know he he says like so many like side like you know out the side of his neck comments like he you know him and D Wade kind of went at it. I had a better career than D Wade, three championships to one. Oh oh, all right, you say so. Uh, I was the <laughs> biggest rival. Uh, I mean, one of, but all right, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, you he kind of even flip flop with the uh, whole Ray Allen thing. First, you know, he was 
you know, kind of took a diplomatic approach. Then, you know, once KG and, you know, Rondo, they let their feelings run. He was like, well, yeah, that's true. All right, I'm rolling with KG. You know what I'm wrong with the majority? Like, that dude, he, to me, man, he just – and I think even, like, um, with, when, he, when he was here for the one season with the Wizards, like, he would even kind of try to sneak this uh, Bill and Wall. Like, man, I'm trying to teach these young cats how to win. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, lift them up, man. Don't don't bring them down. But I think Paris, man, I don't know. I I think that whole uh, ass-whooping, um, stabbing thing in Boston, it kind of, mm-hmm, it just kind of changed them for the worse, man, because everything he say is just stupid. Hey, you know, the Delonte, I, I, man, I agree with you on that That Jason Whitlock, man. That was a very good comparison. And I sit back sometimes. I think about a lot of those guys from Boston. They got big mouths. I don't know what happened at one championship. Just changed them. Because um, Kendrick Perkins the same way. He's always yeah. running his mouth. He's always running his mouth. And for what? I don't know. You know, and f- some of the things that Drew... I mean, what's his name? Paul Pierce. I don't even know his name. Some of the things that Paul Pierce say, it just don't make sense. I feel like, I mean, again, Delonte picked the right person to compare Jason Whitlock. It's like they're trying to make a name for themselves just by running their mouth, which everything he's saying don't make no sense. Nothing he's saying makes sense, you know? How are you going to compare yourself to LeBron James or D-Wade? I I, I don't know, Kev. What you say, Kev? What you think? But see, me, when it comes down to it, I don't understand. Now, KG has always had a mark. That's why KG is always one of my all-time favorite players. He's never backed down. He's always had a mark. He's always talked trash. Whether he had one championship or no championship, he still talked trash because he was one of the most productive players in the league without Paul Pierce, without Ray Allen, without Rajon Rondo. He was still one of the most productive players. Um, Paul Pierce without Ray Allen, Rondo, KG, and all those guys, he didn't do much. I mean, he, he didn't really do much. You had Antoine Walker and y'all still couldn't win. You, 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 his career, he's a 10-time All-Star, won NBA championship and a finals MVP in 08, uh, three-time All-NBA third team. One time all NBA second team. He was on the NBA all M- NBA all rookie first team. He won a three-point contest. Uh his number 34 retired by the Celtics. His career average, 19 point 19.7 points per game, 5.6 rebounds, three and a half assists. For some odd reason, he thinks he's better than LeBron. He thinks he's better than KD. Uh he jealous of Tyler Hero because Tyler Hero's getting shine right now. You know, dropping buckets. This dude didn't. Even, Tyler Hero didn't even think he was gonna make the league. He was looking for sports management job outside of basketball his senior year. He didn't even think he was gonna get drafted. You go from that to playing in the finals, and you hating on a man like that. Um, the whole claims that the Celtics weren't afraid of LeBron. LeBron was young. Now coming into uh. LeBron's rookie year, his first three years in the league, you didn't know what you were getting because they didn't even know what LeBron was going to play. They didn't know if he was going to play point guard, two guard, three. Uh, he kept growing. They didn't know if he was going to play four. Didn't know. Oh, well, we ended LeBron in Cleveland because when he took that jersey off, 
and and, and TD, uh, uh, that's what Kevin Garnett said when he took the jersey off in our in our house. We buried that underneath the stadium. Okay, yeah. And he went to Miami. He went to dominate for how many years? And then he went back to Cleveland and continued to dominate while you guys fell off. Now, Shannon Sharp said something, and I, I think it's the absolute truth. This is probably one of the few dudes that's gotten more mileage than he should out of one championship. Now, Boston is known as winners. Get that. And I rooted for Boston against the Lakers in, in 2010. I meant 2008. But uh, that one championship don't give you the right to be a dick to everybody else. And I agree with you also, Delonte. I think that that stabbing, which was 20 years ago, that stabbing, I mean, you think something like that would make you humble. It, it, it clicked something in him. And he has this sense of entitlement. His final season, he wasn't getting the accolades, the farewell tour. So he was jealous. Dog, why are you jealous? Why? I, if I'm not mistaken, when he did a, uh, I think he did a top five list. He didn't have Kobe on his top five. Anybody that went at him and dogged him, he didn't have him on his top five. List. Like you can't, game flows recognize game. And Paul Pierce, ruined his legacy when he said that game that they took him out in a wheelchair and everybody thought he was hurt and he came back and he scored that was like his willis reed moment but to mm. come to find out the reason why he did that because he had to take a shit yep are you serious you ruined your daggone career with that you ruined your legacy by letting that come out i don't understand why is he so bitter when dude you had a mediocre career you were the number one guy, but you had to bring in two other superstars to help you win a championship. Now, I'm not saying he's the only player that did that, but you you weren't even the lead dog on those teams. Everybody associates the heart and soul of those Boston teams in 08, 9, and 10. The heart and soul was Kevin Garnett, not Paul Pierce. He came in and took your house. I just, y'all know how I feel about Clinton Kirk. I mean, you, you bring up Jason Whitlock, can't stand his punk ass either because he says a lot of uh, foul stuff. And he says a lot of foul stuff to people that look like him and about people that look like him. And that's where the, 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 the phrase, all skin folk and kin folk. Him and Rob Parker can't stand neither one of them. But Paul Pierce, him and Kendrick Perkins, Kendrick Perkins talks a lot of shit. Oh, well, Michael Jordan wasn't balling at 35 years old competing for championships. Michael Jordan won MVP, uh, I believe All-Star MVP, Finals MVP, and a championship at the age of 35. So for Kendrick Perkins to say that, that means you tell me that you don't do your homework. And I, I was already done with him anyway. But Paul Pierce, I mean, this this is sideline junk. And I hope somebody actually listens to this and sends it to his DM. But shut the fuck up. That's it. Hey, dog, you make yourself look like an idiot. Shut up. Cut it out. Point blank. That's it. And that's all. We can move on to the next topic if y'all like. Huh. Let's go.
I think you just spiked the football on that one, brother. I mean, who got the mic? Yeah. Uh, now we're talking about 08 Celtics. Their head coach um, was Doc Rivers. Doc got fired yesterday. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not going to say I was surprised. I was. I figured that he was going to be the scapegoat anyway, but uh, what you gentlemen think? I was surprised. I was surprised. Like, um, if anything, like I know Harrell. I believe is he a free agent? He he's the free agent. Okay. I know Patrick Beverly. He may have another year left, but if um. I didn't think I, I didn't I was surprised. I, I thought they would, you know, keep that whole nucleus th- nucleus together, you know, for another season. Like, all right, you know, they went to the bubble and they got gassed out. You know what I'm saying? It, it's well documented. That fourth quarter, players were being asked to be subbed out because they were tired. But damn, Doc Rivers though, like Yeah, man. I was I was I was meet some like I'm, I'm I couldn't believe either, man. I, I really couldn't. Because if anything, like a lot, a, a lot of the players were like, you know, so I, I think what happened, they overlooked Denver. You know what I'm saying? Like they overlooked Denver. They, they basically overlooked the whole field. It was like, man, we're gonna win. You know what I'm saying? You know, let's just kind of just get through it. You know, let's, you know, saying let them make this a seven game series, and they got surprised. They got surprised. So now, you know, Paul George in the locker room giving up these. You know, MLK. I have I had a dream speech, but you know his teammates were yawning and rolling their eyes and stuff. They fired Doc like that's. I was yeah, I was surprised, man. Still kind of surprised, but no worries though. Doc Doc have another job probably by the end of the week. Yeah, somebody already called him. Yeah, they say uh, Philly is Philly, and New Orleans right now are interested in. And I think that'll be good. I would love to see him in Philly or New Orleans. But here's the thing about Doc. And I, I kind of, as much as I love Kawhi, I got, he got to share some of this blame, too, with Paul George. And Montrez Harrell is an unrestricted free agent once the new league year starts. Um, they got him fired. Point blank. Because Paul George, somebody said it. And I can't even remember who it was. They said Paul George gave himself that dumbass uh, nickname and didn't even live up to it. You call yourself Playoff P. Dog, you're not, you're PG-13. Just leave it at that. And I, I actually like PG-13 better because you balled out. Now. But you didn't even show up in game seven when you needed to show up. Neither one of you did. Now, I said this to BJ and Delonte. You and Junie can back me up on it because you guys have been in the gym with and you know for a fact, we'll go six, seven games with no rest. And, you know, as long as you stay on the court, you got in. Once you sit down, you know, you're pretty much done for the day. But yeah. that excuse of, oh, well, I, he, he was uh, running us a little too hard in the fourth quarter. We ain't had no energy. That's an excuse. You're supposed to leave it all out in game seven because that's the, the, the chance to go on to the Western Conference Finals which is a chance to go on to the NBA Finals, which is a chance to win an NBA championship. You play to win the game. 
if that's your excuse, I'm going to need you to go ahead and hang up your daggone shoes, your jersey, and everything else and just leave. Because if you're not conditioned enough to go out there and push yourself to leave it all out there, you don't need to play this game. Because there's plenty of us sitting on the sideline that would love to take your spot and would never get tired. That's right. That's true. That is true. Man. But Doc Rivers, um, Doc will be fine. Seven years in, in L.A. Uh, I think he's only he's only won three playoff series in his seven years, if I'm not mistaken. I think that was a stat line that I read. And it, it's not for lack of trying, but they couldn't get it together with uh, Blake Griffin and uh, Lob City, DeAndre Jordan. I mean, DeAndre Jordan was a liability offensively sometimes. Chris Paul. Yeah. They couldn't get it done. So, uh, Doc going to land on his feet. I'm not not worried about Doc. I know he's going to land on his feet. He'll be fine. Uh, I would have loved for this to happen uh, maybe about two weeks ago. Maybe Chicago could have got him and Doc could have came home. He's a Chicago kid. I would have loved Doc to come home and, and coach my Bulls. Uh, but that's another show. I, I, I've, I've got my, 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 my thoughts about that. So uh, moving right along, it was some comments made. Um, well, before we move on to that, Mark Cuban is in the news lately, these last couple of days, because uh, Delonte West, Eleanor Roosevelt standout, went to St. Joe's, uh, played in Cleveland, Dallas, a couple other stints. Uh, he's been having some issues for a couple of years now. Um, he's actually been here in the DMV. Uh, this was maybe about a year ago. He was down Riverton, and everybody was saying him and, you know, trying to give him help and stuff. And, you know, he kind of was like, I'm good. You know, he kind of refused to help, you know, the, the big help. But, you know, you sat there and you chatted him up. He, he'll talk to you. He wasn't aggressive or nothing like that. But uh, Mark Cuban, he was down in – Dallas Fort Worth area. Mark Cuban searched him out, found him, put him up in a hotel, and uh, sent him off to rehab. He says he's gonna pay for everything, contact with his family, and everything. And I, I, I applaud Mark Cuban for that. I really do. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. It's on you, Johnny. Go ahead. Oh no, no, I was agreeing with what you were saying. I, I really agree. I, I thought it was an awesome job. Yeah, I, I I think um as far as uh, D West go, he uh and then not to mention it's it's been uh confirmed that he he's receptive of uh of, of the help this time around. I believe Danny Age, um he he tried this he tried this before, um and D West he was receptive, but he wasn't as committed then as he is now. He didn't realize how serious it is. Until now, so it's, it's good that um, you know that that he he's he's more, he's listening to people, and you know he he's you know accepting more and you know being less, you know not being resistant this time around. So you know I'm definitely praying for the brother. Um, hell of a ball player, you know what I'm saying. It's just unfortunate. Um, well, unfortunate. It's, you know, it's just mental health. You know what I'm saying. So. 
just we just gotta you know uplift and pray for this brother that's it yeah i agree with you wholeheartedly um one thing it's i clear. don't like about the whole situation it's a video going around of i think it's two dudes and a female they picked them up and they took them to go get something to eat bought them some clothes which was good but see i have a problem now i understand mark cuban you if mark cuban decides to go to a, a, a restaurant, it's going to make news because it's Mark Cuban. But right. something like us, it's not going to make news. And I don't like when people do stuff for whether it's homeless, disadvantaged, whatever. You got to have your phone in your hand. You got to be recording it. Nah, that good deed does not to be... You don't have to go viral for a good deed because if... You're going to help somebody. My grandmother used to always say this. It don't need to be between nobody but you, that person, and God. Nobody else needs to know. And they made a video. They made a video. uh, They were bashing LeBron. Well, why LeBron ain't never helped? Fuck LeBron. I understand what the rumors are. Nobody knows if the rumors were true. I mean, we all make jokes about it. And, uh about Delonte West sleeping with LeBron's mom and stuff like that. We've always made jokes about it. Nobody knows if it's really, really true. But on the flip side, number one, LeBron has offered to help Delonte West. He's tried to help Delonte West said no thanks. Um, LeBron has tried again, and he didn't, you know, he didn't want the help. So LeBron has tried, but it's not LeBron's responsibility to help out Delonte West. And for people to sit there and you're doing a good deed, but then you're bashing another human being for not doing enough in your eyes. See, that's that bullshit. Yeah. Of course. And then, go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, my bad. Not not to cut in. Then there's, then there's LeBron, too. So, you know, people, they're going to nitpick. They want to exactly. nitpick because it's LeBron. So, you know how that go. Haters. Well, well, if that's the case, I, I'm, I'm, I'm. Well, LeBron James, you know, you supposed to be the greatest basketball player in the world right now, man. You ain't gave me no money to pay my rent this month. It's not LeBron James. It's not his job to pay my damn rent. Uh, I just, I can't tell anybody else how to spend their money. I can't even tell my kids how to spend their money because I tried it before. They still don't listen. But I can't tell them how to spend their money. I can't tell LeBron how to spend his money. I can't tell Delonte, Junie, Jim, BJ. I can't tell nobody how to spend their money. I can't say, well, you should be helping so-and-so. That's not your responsibility. You can't help somebody that does not want your help. It's like that. Sometimes it's pride. Sometimes it's foolishness. But it happens. I just <sighs> If you're going to do something good for somebody, Keep it to between you and that person and the man upstairs. That's it, and that's all. Man. Nobody else need to know. You, 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 you kind of chase. You, you being a clout chaser when you when you want to go viral and you want to put the camera in their face. That's what you being. I'm just saying. <sighs> Moving right along. Um, Charles Barkley and uh Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> getting some heat this week. Um, of course, uh, well, it started last week. Uh, they agreed with the verdict that uh, 
the well, the grand jury's ruling in the Breonna Taylor murder case that uh, only one one officer was charged, and he was charged with wanton endangerment, and that's just basically for shooting blindly and the bullets hitting the wall to the adjoining apartment and possibly injuring somebody else. Um, so they actually came out and they were talking about, I guess they were talking about it on TNT and they both agreed to the comment that, well, if her boyfriend never shot first, she, she would still be alive. And wow. that's like the most, I, I'm, and I'm like, how, I understand Charles Barkley is a Republican. I get it. But how tone deaf are you that you would say something stupid like that? But I guarantee you, and I asked, I, I asked you this question last week, Delante, if I kick down your door at 1245 and I bust down your door, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to reach and you're going to grab your piece. And you, you're going to shoot first and ask questions later. Am I correct? Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what uh bar I'm I'm surprised um of Shaq's stance on that. But then again, he's a cop too, so and, and I mean he's like really like a cop, so mm-hmm. then again I kind of had to pull back a bit on that. I'm I'm not uh Barkley, I'm not surprised. You know what I'm saying? He he kinda dare I say he kinda has uh who written on him not all the way on him on him but he has coon tendencies so i ain't surprised i'm gonna need them two legends to get it together i mean if that's your belief that's your belief but damn that was really damn insensitive to say something like that it was absolutely insensitive i just want to say that Yeah, they gotta gotta uh you know kind of think before you speak, man. Well, that's what you're supposed to do, but some people don't, and you know they say you got two ears and one mouth for a reason because you're supposed to listen twice as much as you speak. They don't even listen. You know, right. it's a, this country is full of people that just don't listen, and you can see that when you're talking about uh protest of social injustice in the NFL and the NBA. Oh, are they kneeling? During the national anthem, you're disrespecting the flag. No, that's not what it is about. The kneeling is to bring awareness to social injustice. Oh, it's disrespecting the flag. We we can go on and on about people not listening. I swear we can. And speaking of uh of uh the American flag, the first presidential debate is on tonight. Oh man, I don't even feel like hearing Trump speak. Man, I, I'm I'm actually I'm flipping back and forth, but I'm watching it on uh, mute. And what it looks like, it looks like he's trying to overtalk Joe Biden, so. Not even surprised. <laughs> well, before we even decide to get out of here, we gotta talk about this finals matchup. Um, Miami Heat win the East. Uh, surprisingly, not even gonna lie to you. If If I told you I had the Heat going to the finals this year, I'd, I'd be lying. Um, couple questions for you, Jim. Now, the Heat finished fifth in the conference, first in the division. They won the uh, Southeast division. But here's the question. Eric Spolstra, 
can you consider Eric Spostra a, let's say, top 20, no, top 25 all-time coach because of what he's done with such little resources? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Like, we we talking about a coach who went from having the luxury of having, um, you know, the the – the infam- you know, the, the famous um big three with uh D Wade, LeBron, and Bosch, um, to what Jimmy Butler, like a, a team full of like workhorses, you know what I'm saying? Jimmy Butler, uh Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, uh Bam Bam, uh Drogic, you know what I'm saying? Drogic, he Drogic's been there since, you know what I'm saying, like he he been there, you know, sticking it out since LeBron left. You know what I'm saying? He was, you know, part of their rebuild. But these guys, they're back in the finals. They, I think, them and Phoenix of every team they took is, they took the whole bubble experience serious. You know what I'm saying? It's no slight to the Lakers or to anybody else, but Miami, and and they they really took it serious. So you know, but as far as uh, Coach Spo, Coach Spo's definitely top twenty five. He got this team to the finals. And then with the aging um Andre, man, yeah, he he's definitely t- uh, top twenty five. Win or lose, June. Did we lose June? We may have lost June. Well, uh, on the other side, well, you still got Udonis Haslam on this team. Udonis Haslam has been on this team for every uh, every championship run. Let's say that. Uh, this team is built correctly. I'm, I'm a little jealous of the Miami Heat because of Jimmy Butler. That's supposed to be Jimmy Butler in Chicago. Derrick Rose, Joakim Noah, Taj Gibson, those guys run into the finals. But I'm happy for Jimmy. And his uh, button coffee business, too. Yeah. Um, on the other side, you got <laughs> the number one seed, the number one team in the West, the L.A. Lakers. Uh, what can be said? This is Frank Vogel's uh, first year as head coach of the Lakers. Um, Frank Vogel's not a bad coach. Um, he who is he coached? He's coached uh, Indiana. Um, geez, Orlando, and now the Lakers. This is third his third stop, and he's done well everywhere. I like Vogel. Um, he has a good staff behind him. So I just I, I, I'm I'm loving the Lake. I, I, I'm in love with this team because of I, I mean, of course, LeBron, AD, but these guys work together, and they they work very very good together. Uh, they played very well in the bubble. Now here's the question. Right now, 
Now, finals don't start till tomorrow night. Right now, who you taking, and how many games? Uh, again, I, I respect what Miami's done. Um, again, I feel as though they they've taken it the whole bubble experience more serious than all the other teams. Um, but man, that that whole LeBron AD duo, man, like. And nobody been been able to stop them, man. You know what I'm saying? Like only three. You know what I'm saying? Like they only three losses since the playoffs started. Um, I I gotta go with L.A., man. I gotta go with L.A. I, I think if anything, and I think this might be a first for LeBron. He's not even the best player on this team. Anthony Davis, that dude is on a mission. He's on a mission. Um, I gotta go with the Lakers. Lakers in six. I got. Um, I'll give Miami a, a game in which they went down the stretch, and then I give them another game in which, you know, they they just hot. I, I matter of fact, I give them game one, and then I'll give them game four. But I think the Lakers they'll win it in six. Well, uh, I ain't got my pen, but I, Lakers in six. Now I say Lakers in seven. The only reason why I say Lakers in seven because. Somebody brought up a great point, and I when I whenever I say somebody, it's because I'm always on the internet. I'm reading articles, I'm looking at Instagram posts, and then I'm going back and I'm researching and stuff like that. I did some old school game planning for this hit show. Um, but the comparison, if you're looking for a team to compare the 2020 Bubble Miami Heat team to, somebody said compare them to the 2004. Uh, Detroit Pistons, that championship team, because they, they, they scrappy, and they they defensive minded. They just all over the place, and you got the the scrappy underdog versus the the mighty mighty Lakers once again. So I'm, but this is going seven. It's got to go seven. I mean, this season has been awesome, but I think this this is going seven. Uh, it's going to come down to. A battle of Jimmy Butler and LeBron, and I think you're gonna get the mean stay down LeBron. I think that that whole mindset of we playing for Kobe is gonna be the thing that pushes them over over the top. They already said they're gonna wear their Mamba Day jerseys if it goes to Game Seven in Game Seven. And I, if I'm not mistaken, I don't think they've ever lost wearing those jerseys. But I have to look it up. Don't quote me on that. So, uh, anything else you want to add, brother? Uh, I think we, I think we, we, we unwrap a, a, a lot, man. You know what I'm saying? We, we unwrapped a lot. It was a lot that was going on in the sports world. Um. Yeah, man. I think I, I think we unwrapped a lot tonight, man. Indeed. Uh, well, later on this week, we're going to have to break down game one. We'll have to do that Thursday, Friday night, something like that. But we're going to have to break down game one. Then we're going to have to talk about uh, – <laughs> we're going to have to talk about – if we come back on, on Thursday or Friday, we're going to have to talk about uh, what's next for the Tennessee Titans. Um. We'll have to talk about the MLB playoffs and update that. But it's always something to talk about. And I'm sure 
one of these analysts is going to put their foot in their mouth and say something else that we're going to have to jump back on and put our foot in their ass. Pretty much. So, for Jim, uh, BJ, both on special assignment, Allen, Nubian Sumo, People's Choice, all on special assignment. That's Delonte. Junie running around here somewhere. <laughs> I'm the big guy, KG. We don't do no overtime. We are out of here. Peace.